Um, one thing we did not talk about was nobody has any news we want to mm -hmm. th throw in here. Mm -mm. No news. Cool, cool. I don't even have any. No, I'm not going to correct that. Yep. I stopped. I stopped. You can say it. You don't have any Huey Lewis either. That's right. Uh, <laughs> my jokes are nothing if not rote. Welcome to Feeling It, a podcast where we discuss TV, movies, pop culture, and whether or not we are feeling it. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. And here we go. Come on, walk and talk. Alright, here we go. You guys want to hear something neat? It's showtime! Hold your ears, folks. Here we go! See what you can do now. Take your position. Alright, ladies, buckle up. Let's do this. Hold on to your butts. Seriously? Listen to me very, very carefully. Hey, it's me again. Eat them up. Enjoy. All right, people, this is Oscar week. Uh, the final votes are rolling in as we speak, and we will watch this Sunday to see if our picks take home gold. So in addition to introducing yourself, name someone with an Oscar who makes you think, really, they have an Oscar? I'm Sandra Amstutz. I'm a social media manager in Nashville, Tennessee. And really, Sam Smith has an Oscar? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Gosh, uh, he's the worst. <laughs> he's not the worst. He's just not great. Adele and Sam Smith shouldn't have the same Oscar. I a hundred percent agree with that one. <laughs> oh man. I'm Lawson Soward, an art director from Nashville, Tennessee. And really, anyone involved with Crash has an Oscar. Oh. <laughs> All of Crash, All yes. Of Crash. That's a good one. That was one of the first Blu-rays I owned because it was four dollars at the bargain bin. Oh my gosh! Back when Blu-rays were thirty dollars, that was four dollars. <laughs> oh man, jeez. Uh, well, I'm Lucas Ryder, designer from the Bay Area, and I'm gonna go with the obvious. Nick Cage. Nick Cage has an Oscar, people. It's ridiculous. What did How he long? win that for? Uh, he won it for what did he win that for? Oh, let me see. 1995. He won for Leaving Las Vegas, which. To be fair, is a good movie. All right. But but Nick Cage, come on. <laughs> he has the range. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh, like Nick Cage can be a great actor. Am I wrong in this? No, he yeah. can. He can. He just, it's so. Uh, Do you think he's the type of person that deserves an Academy Award, though? If he did for that, I haven't seen that movie. But here's the thing. I'm very base. I very much believe that people should be awarded for their singular performances and not for their I, overarching careers. I agree. I, I agree. But he beat Anthony Hopkins in as Richard Nixon I mean, that's and fair. Richard Dreyfus for Mr. Holland's Opus. Sure. Both sure. of those are amazing performances. Mr. Holland's Opus was fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Nick Cage, gotcha. as good as he did. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. All righty. Well, well, this week, as you may have guessed, we'll be talking about this year's Oscar race and making predictions for who walks away with each award. But before we do that, every week we like to talk about something we've discovered or rediscovered throughout the week, be that film, TV, music, apps, games, or even a charming YouTube video. So let's talk about what we're feeling. Lawson. All right. This week, I am feeling a new video from amazing, eclectic vlogger Colin TV. I'm kidding. No, you better not. Be. <laughs> I got you scared real me for just a second. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so this past week was Valentine's Day, um, and I got a Valentine's gift that I was really thankful for, and it is what I'm feeling this week. Uh, it's the graphic novel March by John Lewis and Andrew Aiden with art by Nate Powell. Have you guys heard of this? No. I mean, I've heard of John Lewis. 
Yeah, yeah. I've heard of the people involved, but not not the graphic novel. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so uh, John Lewis is the John Lewis you're thinking of, the civil rights icon and senator. Um, and he, along with Andrew Aiden, put together a series of graphic novels that started in 2013. Um, the last book came out this past August, and it kind of follows in the tradition of Art Spiegelman's uh, Mouse, like talking about really intense social oh, issues yeah. in a graphic novel form. Um, so it's a series of three graphic novels that came out um, over the past couple of years, and it talks about the civil rights movement and does it in a way that, to me, is so compelling. I'm always, I think graphic novels are fantastic for the attention span impaired, such as myself. Um, I'm able to read through comics and graphic novels um, a lot more easily than I am just, uh, you know, words on the page book. Um <laughs> Words on the page book. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what they call them. That's how literary I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, I've honestly just gotten started on them. It's been kind of a crazy week, but I'm so, so glad that they exist. What I've read so far has been great. The artwork is beautiful, and I'm so glad that this story is being told in another way that can reach so many new people. So I highly recommend it. Uh, March, even if you don't have the uh, cash to buy it right now, see if it's at your local library. A lot of libraries have it in stock. Good idea. Lawson, that may be like one of the coolest picks we've had on the podcast in recent times. I'm very impressed <laughs> and jealous that you own that. Well, this is why I started off with the Colin TV pick, to make the uh, <laughs> contrast that much better. Sure. It only go up. But yeah, check it out, y'all. Cool. Yeah, that's definitely one I'm probably going to have to buy. <laughs> um, Sandra. What are you feeling this week? I'm feeling the new HBO drama that premiered this Sunday called Big Little Lies. It stars Reese Witherspoon, Laura Dern, Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley. Um, those are the four actresses that are kind of playing the four main characters in this new drama. It is set in Northern California, and it's just about these four mothers that all have children in the same um, first grade class with each other. And um, so it's about kind of small town gossip and drama amongst elite parents. And um, in the very first episode, the plot centers around the fact that someone has been murdered. And so we are flashing back throughout the entire episode between um, the first day of school where these women are all meeting each other, uh, or some of them are meeting each other, some of them have known each other, and then um, several months, it seems, down the line at a party where someone has been murdered. And in the the flash forwards to down the, the several months down the line, almost all of that is done in police room um, interviews with, like, witnesses um, mm -hmm. or possibly suspects. And so we're hearing these um, members of the community talk about these women um, and what they thought of them and what their histories are with each other, all in the context of a murder has just taken place. So we don't know, you know, who could have done something like this, um, but obviously it's like a mystery that we will find out, hopefully, throughout the show. Um, I really, really loved this pilot. First of all, it's shot gorgeously. The opening mm -hmm. credits that it begins with, I don't know if that's going to take place in every single episode, but the opening credits for this pilot really just set you up for 
like prestige television. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it is their stunning opening credits and they really set the mood. Um, what I also love about this show so far is that they brought in some of the greatest working film actresses that we have in the industry right now. Yeah. Um, totally. These are like power players. Um, and to me, it doesn't... And Shailene Woodley. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. She's I th- great. I think Shailene Woodley is really impressive. Um, I... I, she doesn't have, you know, the career that the other women have, mm-hmm. but she's younger. And so I... I, I... I agree. I I think she's good. I think it's very difficult to hold your own when you're standing next to the the women that she's having to play against. Sure. So I Um, I think she's good. I think she's not as good as her counterparts. I think she's incredibly capable. I think she cast a bet with Divergent and that bet didn't pay out. But I think that's just a, a franchise vote. I don't think it's her talent reflecting at all. Everything I've seen her in has been incredible. The thing that I'm most excited about this show is... Like the goddess Reese Witherspoon, she's. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about a goddess character. No, <laughs> like that is a twist. No, um, Reese Witherspoon is producing this show. She's been producing a lot of mm-hmm. amazing projects for herself and for other women, um, but this project, um, not only does she get to play just a really fun, fascinating character, but she's like pulling out her A game for it. Um, in this one pilot alone, she made me cry. Yeah. She <laughs> made me laugh throughout most of the pilot. Um, I, ch- She's very easily a favorite character of mine, and I can't tell if that's because of the character or if it's just because of Reese Witherspoon and how incredible she is at acting. Um, but even though she's easily my favorite, all of the women have these meaty roles um, that are just very deserving of their talent. And so that's really exciting to see. Um, and I know that, that was like a big reason why Reese Witherspoon wanted to produce this show and make this show a reality mm-hmm. was because she was really fond of uh, this story that gives women the the material they deserve to work with. Um, so I'm really excited to see how this show um, progresses. I hope it catches on and a lot of people fall in love with it. Um, I think it will. I think this pilot is one that will get people talking. It's yeah. so good. Um, yeah. I, to me, it would be crazy if the show doesn't do well because, the, like I said, these are some like huge Hollywood stars. You know, we've seen a lot of major film actors, you know, being in television shows. Um, but this is really to another level. Like, I don't <laughs> feel like we've seen as big of movie stars be in a TV show since True Detective. Yeah, um, definitely. And so um, I, I'm really excited about it. And um, like I said, the pilot looks beautiful. Um, Northern California is a great setting yeah. for a pretty <laughs> TV show. Um, yep. So, and I also want to mention, I'm not going to mention them my name because there's too many, but all of the side characters that we've seen so far that have appeared in these like interviews with the police mm-hmm. um I love these actors. They've popped up in all these other sitcoms that I've watched throughout the years as small roles. And to see them having like a really great turn in a prestige HBO show is also exciting for me. 
So Definitely. I think there's a lot to look forward to here. Yeah, there's enough people in kind of those little vignettes that they do to let you know, like, there's this is a big cast, and they're going to play some roles here. It's, yeah. it's going to be good. <laughs> and I haven't even mentioned, like, there are also amazing actors playing smaller roles as husbands, like Adam Scott mm-hmm. and, like, um, is it Alex Skarsgård? Yeah. Yes, Alex yep. Skarsgård. Um, and uh, we have Zoe Kravitz and lots of other people. Like, the talent is so remarkable in this show that there are some people I forgot to even mention. So Yeah, you've got a, um, you got a deep bench of people on this show. Absolutely. Um, you know, one thing I really like about this show is that it's obviously going to be exploring, like, the dark sides of these, like, suburban women. And definitely people have secrets and... People have, you know, dark relationships that um, they don't want to be public. But it doesn't play too hard, at least in this pilot episode, on the, like, everyone has a secret kind of (laughs) tone that some dramas tend to, like, really fall into. Um, It's not how to get away with murder. Little lies, girl. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, It's definitely hinting at that, but it's not like so in your face. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. I'm excited to see where it goes. It didn't dive too hard into it this week, but uh, just the money involved. Just there, mm-hmm. like Monterey is such a rich area, right? <laughs> um, and you you do have most of these characters are extremely wealthy, mm-hmm. and just dealing with you know the disparity there, I think, is going to be an issue as well. So. Yeah, yeah, I have seen the trailer for this show so many times because it airs before all my favorite HBO right. shows. Right, right. <laughs> and the look and the uh, level of talent alone were incredible, but knowing that the plot is that kind of like really engrossing makes me yeah. really want to watch it. And I feel like my recommendation to you, Lawson, and to anyone listening would be to like watch this first episode this week and try to keep up with it and not let it pile up. Because I feel like this is gonna be the kind of show where you really don't want to be spoiled for it. Right. Um right. and so and versus you'll be able like, to savor the slow burn of like what would just happen. Exactly. For a week time. Um mm-hmm. you know I, I wouldn't let these like pile up for a binge later on i would join in now cool i would i I would say i think it it would be amazing to binge this show if you could get away with it without being spoiled well sure for me that's not going to be possible i I think it'll get spoiled (laughs) no like if you want the show to get big that also means that spoilers are going to be harder to avoid so it's true it's true gotta watch absolutely yep well good so everybody watch big little lies it's really good and the opening shot is of Bixby Canyon Bridge, so you can't do better than than Big Sur. <laughs> it's it's truly beautiful. <laughs> Does anyone descend a dusty gravel ridge? <laughs> hey, they actually do. They actually do. All right, good. <laughs> oh man, there's so much beach in this in this in this show. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, what I'm feeling this week is a song by the band uh, Muna. Have you guys heard of them? No, not really. Yeah. This nope. is. A band that I just found uh, through Spotify, just randomly. How do you spell um, but it? M U N A. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it, Muna, um, as opposed to Muna, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's go but their that. song "Winter Break" uh, came up in in a I think my Discover Weekly playlist, and it is so catchy. It's something I've been singing. I actually had a different pick, like. 10 minutes ago, but I've been singing it all day today, and so I swapped it out for for, for this song. Yeah, 
melody and this kind of a slow like slow motion pop <laughs> um yeah it's like a pop vibe to it japanese house i love that right exactly exactly um yeah i i absolutely love it and i can't get it out of my head but <laughs> thanks for infecting all of us lucas i know right i no, know but really so. thanks for infecting all of us yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh yeah so i i'm i haven't yet but i'm going to check out the rest of uh the rest of their their album all of their songs have under a thousand listens on spotify oh wow um, and if it's under a thousand i didn't know this till i went to their page but if it's under a thousand it just says under a thousand it doesn't actually give you the play counts wow. so yeah so ground floor here guys this is it <laughs> oh man if they get huge you heard it here you heard first. it here first feeling it exclusive <laughs> oh man but they're yeah they're uh they they're they're pretty new they just re- actually well they released an ep in 2014 but they haven't really done anything since then. Um, and Jeff just kind of started kind of picking it back up again. But it's pretty great. I mean, the music's really good, but I'm going to root for Muna so much now just for podcast prestige points. <laughs> I want them to get enormous. There you that go. Muna's right, <laughs> broke it right here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is it. You heard it here first. Oh, man. Beautiful music. Thanks, Lucas. No problem. Anytime. Let's talk about the Oscars, guys. Let's do it. Guys, this is the 89th Oscar celebration ceremony. This is my Super Bowl. I love this time of year. I've been waiting for it forever. Better than Christmas. Oh, it's the best. We're, it's the best day here, of the guys. year. It's the Super Bowl without <laughs> the concussion cover-ups. Oh. Uh, I love... Too soon. Too soon. Guys, I, <laughs> I love the Oscars so much. Even, like, as I become disillusioned as an adult and I realize that award shows are bullshit and they don't really, like, matter, I still love the Oscars. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of award shows being bullshit, real quick, I was not here last week and you talked about the Grammys. The Grammys are bullshit they are <laughs> fake news and oh, i categorically don't say reject don't say that. everything about the grammys i was still stoked that chancellor Rapper won so much like i want him to win every award that exists but i am very against the Grammys. okay back to movies back to movies <laughs> where it's fun oh man the academy um, awards i don't feel that way at all i agree i can like the older i get the more i can see the politics and all that kind of stuff but i always love the oscars i always get so into it and it is so fun it's such a fun night to hang out with friends and i just yeah i agree with you guys it's it's more fun to hang out and watch the oscars than it is to watch the super bowl for sure so this week what we're going to do is we're going to go through the whole list of academy awards nominated and cast our ballots now sandra what does the winner get to do here we have a fun little bet going on. So what we're going to do is whoever correctly predicts the most number of Academy Awards, um, the winner gets to make the two losers um, watch whatever film that person chooses. 
Um, so when I win this contest, I will get to <laughs> make Lawson and Lucas watch a movie of my choosing. I am super nervous of that happening. <laughs> you should so, be, because I really think I'm going to win. <laughs> in, in light of that, I have picked the actual winners so that I won't have to deal with watching a movie yes, that you choose. I, I wanted to ask about that. Should we pick actual because i have we're actual picking... winners and movies that i like my heart we'll, Here, here's my heart the thing. we'll, we're gonna we'll just... definitely talk about we'll, we'll absolutely talk about what movie you would love to give the oscar to okay but your actual pick better be the person who's gonna win yeah we're playing <laughs> otherwise <a win>. yeah <laughs> okay all right so to kick it off we're gonna start with best live action short film the nominees are time code the woman on the train silent nights sing and enemies within. Have you guys seen any of these films? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen uh, one film. When uh, we'll, we'll we'll get there. And it Lawson, is my vote. What is your pick? <laughs> my pick. What is your pick for this? My pick is Sing. It sounds like you made that up on the spot. All right. No, no, no. It's Lawson's official of... pick is Sing. No, Sandra can confirm. She can look at my ballot. It was Sing. <laughs> And I was thinking about changing it because you said the woman on the train, but on my ballot, it says La Femme et la TGV, which is... A... I mean, that is that is the French name for it. Okay. So I but was I'm thinking... I'm American and don't know how to speak French. Right. So. so whenever I knew that it was, it made me question. Maybe I should go for the train, but I'm going to stick with my gun. I'm going to stick with Sing. All, all, all ballots right. are sealed. All right. Okay. Stick with Sing. Um, Sandra. So... My ballot also has a French title, um, but now that I've heard you say Enemy Within, that's the fr- title I'm going to say, because I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it in French, um, but that's my pick. All right, all right. Uh, my pick is the only one that I have seen, and I loved it. It's Time Code. It's uh, another, f- uh, f- no, not French. It's a Spanish film. It's Barcelona. It, uh, it's a Spanish film. And it is super cute. I am positive it will eventually be on YouTube or Vimeo or something like that. Um, everybody watch this film. Oh, I will. So if I had done that was in Spanish, I would have picked it just from bias. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to best documentary short. Here we have nominated uh, Watani, My Homeland, Joe's Violin, the white, El- the white, the white elephants. Oh my gosh, the white helmets. <laughs> Extremists, and 4.1 Miles. Have you guys seen any of these? Nope. I have not. Here's the thing. I regret that I haven't seen any of these because they're all playing at my local movie theater and I just didn't make time to go see any of them. I wish I had. Well, you you have a chance before the Oscars because Joe's Violin's on YouTube, White Helmets, and Extremists are on Netflix. Good to know. Those are the... Those are the only three that I've watched, the free ones. <laughs> Lucas, you did all, right, all the work for this. That's so impressive. I did. I did. I, I did the work. Okay, <laughs> I guys, put in the work. When we get to the major categories, I did some work too. <laughs> I okay. looked up okay. all of the winners of all of the big award shows and like yes, put them in a spreadsheet. That's what you have to do. That's so. what you have to do for this. It's It matters. It truly matters. Yeah. But... I think I'm going to be scoring here on the back end of these things. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all take these things seriously. I'm just impressed that you found these, Lucas. So the one I, that I heard I, the yeah. most, <laughs> I've heard the most buzz about is Extremis, and so that is my pick. And my pick is Joe's Violin. Ooh, we're all going different here, guys. 
So far, we're all over this the place. Is gonna, guys, Mine, this is going to be what's going to determine it. Because yes, I bet we all so have true. the same picks for a lot of the major ones. These short it's, films yep. are going to make the winner. <laughs> yep. I Joe's Violin it. is great, and it has a lot of traction. But what has been picking up over the last week is White Helmets. And it's so easy to watch, and it's so moving about the Syrian refugee crisis. Three of these are about Syria. Uh, what? Uh, Watani, My Homeland, and 4.1 Miles are all about Syrian, and White Helmets are all about Syrian refugees. Uh, it's it's a rough year. <laughs> it's not great out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the White Helmets just tells... As in that it's hard it. stuff, not that they're not great films. Oh, no, they're great, great, great. Right, just I just wanted to clarify. Hard, hard stuff. Right. Hard stuff happening in the world right now. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm voting White Helmets. I think I think it's picking up, picking up some late steam. All right. Yeah. We shall see. Moving on, best animated short. We have Piper, Blind Vesha, Borrowed Time, Pear Cider and Cigarettes, and Pearl. Now, I know you guys have watched at least three of these. Yes, <laughs> yes. We have watched the three that Lucas has made us watch. <laughs> and I'm very thankful for that. Yes, me too. And I think this is the first one that we probably all agree which one will win. Ooh, oh, maybe not. That's a Probably. bold claim. I don't know. Lawson, why don't you start us off? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think what's going to win is Pearl. Okay. Pearl. Moving, moving video. Lucas, it's do you think Pearl is going to win? on YouTube. No. Okay. I think Piper's going to win. I think Piper's going to win also, but I think Pearl is like a close, is like right behind it. Um, Lawson. I... <laughs> okay. So Lawson just showed me his ballot. And he did pick Piper. So you were right, Lucas. Did but, you mean to what? say Piper? No, I changed it at the last minute. Because I, I wanted to, Pearl? to be Pearl. I can't do this. I can't do this business. <laughs> I can't. I'm not an improviser. <laughs> you can't. We all know I'm hilarious, but I'm not an I thought When you just showed me your ballot, Lawson, I thought you were doing that because you meant to say Piper and you wanted to change it. As like a oh look what I look what I did I look Sandra I actually did pick it but I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. Nope. I'm not gonna do that again. I picked Piper. I wrote Piper. We're all we're all Piper. Okay. It's Piper. Piper, <laughs> Piper robust. My, so we did. So we did all pick Piper. Yes. My heart pick okay. is Pearl. I really. My, I want Pearl to win. This I, is the, my first time is, where I have a heart pick and a head pick. That is the yeah. same thing for me, where I um, would love for Pearl to win, but my I think Piper's going to. Okay, so Piper it is. Um, moving on to best foreign language film, we have The Salesman, Tony Erdman, A Man Called Ove, Land of Mine, and Tana? Tana? Danny? Tana? I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Tana? Tana. Yeah. Is it Tana? I don't know. Tana it is. All right. Lawson, we'll have, start have, with you have again. Have any of y'all seen any of these? Yes. Lawson, have you seen I'm any? I'm not going to tell no. you which ones. <laughs> no. I uh, I haven't seen any either, if that makes you feel better. It does. I, I grabbed a, uh, a paper cut out of a donkey's tail and put a blindfold over my eyes and picked a man called Ove. I have no right. context for this, but I picked a man. It, well, Ove. it is the only one of these that is nominated for more than one Oscar, so... Well, see, that was my real technique. <laughs> of course, of course. Here's here is my real technique is um, that I've heard of Tony Erdman because it's playing at my local mm -hmm. theater. Um, yes. But I am picking The Salesman because it's been in there the news go. recently. All right. Yes. Uh, I've, I've seen Tony Erdman. I have seen half of The Salesman before coming on. <laughs> 
onto this podcast, so I have I, not finished it yet. Lucas has seen the, um, the sales. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I would normally say Tony Erdman would be the winner, um, but because there has been so much talk about, I forgot his name, um, who's the director of The Salesman? I don't know. Who, who who can't come to the Oscars. Right, he can't come to or the Oscars. Is, is, oh, that's yeah, going to win. He's his, he's his <laughs> I forgot about I've heard that news story. Salesman's definitely going to win. Yeah. Asghar Vahadi. Um yeah, so he, so he is subject to the travel ban. They they said they would look into making an exception for the academy said they would look into making an exception for him. He said, "Don't bother. I'm I'm not going to come." Um and that's has definitely stirred up quite a fuss. And so I think with the, just with the amount of attention that film has gotten, um, I think a lot of Academy voters are going to steer that direction. So I feel, I feel remiss about this because I just seeing all the, I, I listened to several reviews about this as well. And I've also heard a lot of critical mm-hmm. acclaim for the salesman and yeah. just how well yeah. it was made and how incredibly acting was. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to win. The 35 minutes of it that I've seen are amazing. <laughs> Good to know. Um, moving on to best documentary feature. We have the TV show OJ Made in America. <laughs> we have a strong stance on that here on the field. <laughs> um, we also have the 13th, I Am Not Your Negro, Fire at Sea, and Life Animated. You know, guys, this is um, the first year in a while where I haven't seen any of the doc- the documentary nominees. Oh, I've wow. usually at least seen like one of them, mm-hmm. um, and then that's yeah. usually what I pick to win. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, and sometimes <laughs> it's right, but um, this year I'm sad that I haven't seen any of these yet. Yeah, my this is I have a head pick and a heart pick. My head pick is OJ Made in America. I am pretty confident that that will win because it's so comprehensive. Uh, oh, you mean because it's a TV show? Yeah, since it's a TV yeah. show. Of course, of <laughs> it's, course. It's as though they had all this extra time with which to go into different I know, parts. right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really wish that 13th would win. Um, I think it could really use the awareness boost. I'm planning on seeing I'm Not Your Negro this weekend, and I've heard nothing but incredible things about that movie. I've heard for a lot of people it's their movie of the year, not just documentary of the year, but yeah. movie of the year. Mm-hmm. But I think 13th... Um, is very accessible and uh, could really use the uh, Oscar boost and people seeing it because that needs to be, not that these other films don't need to be a part of the national conversation, but um, 13th, I think, is uh, particularly potent right now. Same as you, Lawson. Um, I think OJ Made in America is going to win, um, and I, but I would love for 13th to win, mostly because I would love to see Ava DuVernay um, win an Oscar. She's the best. Yeah. She's so good. Yep. Yep. I'm... Again, same boat. OJ Made in America will take away, will will take the award away. Um, but I would love to give a little light to a film that no one is ever going to mention on this list. But Life Life Animated, um, it it's a much more cool. lighthearted. It's it's really good. It's much more lighthearted than the rest of the films on this sure. list. Um, so I totally see why the other ones are. I think I won't. I won't say that. I won't say they're more important. Um, but this Life Life Animated is. Um, just about an autistic uh, kid who uh, uh, is it? Uh, sorry, Life Animated is about a a kid with autism and just how he relates to conversations in the world through Disney movies, and it's a really beautiful film. <laughs> and just talking about this kid's life, and he's going to be at the Oscars, and I cannot wait to see him. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. that is really yeah. great. 
All right, moving on to best animated feature. We have Zootopia, Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, The Red Turtle, and My Life as a Zucchini. So My Life as a Zucchini, no. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think Zootopia is going to win, um, but I wish Moana Agreed. would win. Um, I, I, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think Zootopia is going to win, but I would love for Kubo and the Two Strings to win. That was just such an innovative, like beautiful animated feature. Mm-hmm. It re- it really was, and technically one of the greatest things that I've seen this year. Yeah. But uh, since Did... Moana is getting shafted other places, I know. Here's my question: <laughs> Did Frozen win Best Animated Feature? Yes. No, it got Best I think Song. So. Oh, I think it did. Yeah. But I don't know that for sure. Okay. Yeah. I just I would rather Moana get that than Frozen, but I th- <laughs> this is a false dichotomy I've created for myself that I am unable to escape from. I will say this that. <laughs> Um, Kubo and the Two Strings won the BAFTA for Best Animated Feature. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zootopia won everything but, else, though. But BAFTA BAFTA doesn't always line up. No, I'm they, not uh... saying it does. I'm just saying it, it got some it got some a, a recognition. Yeah. True, true, very true. They like Zootopia to play was... a little loose and fast with the rules over, over there. <laughs> Zootopia is amazing, and I would love for Jenny Slate to be in an award-winning movie, or an Oscar-winning movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, moving on to best visual effects. We have the blockbusters here. Uh, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, The Jungle Book, Doctor Strange, Deepwater Horizon, and Kubo and the Two Strings again. I think I... Go ahead. Oh, go for it. I was just going to say, I would love a Star Wars movie to win something, but I think <laughs> it's going to be Jungle Book. <laughs> oh, it's totally going to be Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be Jungle just, Book. I would... The technical aspect behind it is just... Um, incredible yeah i would love for kubo and the two strings to win this that's my heart pick too i would love for yeah. Kubo to win because it's so much yep. of it's analog and the mm-hmm. visual effects are seamless whenever they are cgi it's just amazing yep moving on to uh a category i think we're all about to have some issues with best sound mixing we have la la land hacksaw ridge arrival rogue one and 13 hours so Everybody's voting 13 hours, right? <laughs> so Watch Lucas, that be the winner. As like <laughs> yes. our resident sound expert, can you tell us the difference between sound mixing and sound editing? Yes. I so, have to Google this every year, and every year I forget. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so sound mixing is obviously you've got you've got multiple mics, multiple sound effects kind of blended in here. And it's more about kind of what what comes through, what is really kind of punching through here, where sound editing is more how you cut audio and how it's 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 a lot more of an actual editing uh, like sequential award as opposed to mixing is, I, I think, a little more artsy. OK, does that make sense? So what's. Sure what's loudest what's being emphasized as opposed to what's there at all wait exactly what are you, but what are you saying is which lawson so sound, sound mixing, mixing is like what is is the dialogue or the music or the sound effects louder whereas sound editing is more of did you go out and are you putting a sound effect there are you putting dialogue there are mm. you yeah all right go for it <laughs> Okay, for, wait, which one are we starting with mixing? Sound mixing. For sound mixing, I have La La Land, both for my heart and my choice. (laughs) So for the past 13 years, over half of the winners of sound mixing have also won sound editing. Mm. So do you think that's going to happen this year? Let's just take both of these categories combined. I voted La La Land for both. 
I voted La La Land for sound mixing and Hacksaw Ridge for sound editing. Okay. But my heart for sound editing says Arrival. Both are Arrival for me. Those are I would both picks. vote for Arrival as well. Um, but I th- I'm I this this would be one of La La Land's first losses here if we if if we go with Hacksaw Ridge, which is what I think will win. Um, but I I don't want Hacksaw Ridge to win a, win an award. <laughs> I did not like that movie. I mean, I don't either, but if it's going to win anything, I'm fine with it winning. Have it be sound. sound editing. You know, like, yes. that doesn't offend me. So did you guys pick, pick La La Land or did you pick Hacksaw Ridge? I picked Hacksaw I, Ridge. I picked Hacksaw Ridge. For editing and La La Land for mixing. Okay. Correct. Same. Okay. I picked Same. La La Land for both. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. You could be right, Lawson. You could. I am you right. Never know. <laughs> La La Land is going to lose zero awards. Oh, I th- oh, think man. that's wrong. No, I actually uh, I didn't that's... even put that in my ballot. But very very few awards are. Is it going yeah. to not? Be <laughs> in my All right, moving on to best song, we have City of Stars, from La La Land, How Far I'll Go from Moana, Can't Stop the Feeling from Trolls, Audition, The Fools Who Dream from La La Land, and The Empty Chair. Jim, Jim, oh my gosh, The Empty Chair, Jim, The James Foley Story. Wait, The Empty Chair from Jim, The James Foley Story. Holy cow. Got okay. <laughs> um, so obviously, we're all upset that uh, Drive It Like You Stole It from... Yeah. Sing Straight. What what movie is that? Sing Straight, exactly. <laughs> Your favorite movie of the year. <laughs> my favorite movie from ever. From Sing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no we're Stars all super bummed that that didn't get yeah. nominated it's a great yeah. song yes. in a movie full of great songs yep so but well, in that case we all hoping for moana right that is right nope i'm hoping for it but uh, i did come not on it sandra to win. okay so right. i picked city of stars to win um but yep. my heart would love for audition to win mm. i really do think that that's a lovely lovely song and y'all know how I, I feel about how far I'll go. <laughs> of, of course we do. I I also voted for City of Stars, but I would love for Moana to, to pull this one out. Guys, this is where I win because I picked Audition. audition no, take no, it. you didn't. No, you're not going to win that. <laughs> no, Audition is so good. I, it is so good. It is, it is. But, but it's not going to win. But La La, La Land I, still gets to win if Audition wins, and that's why it's going to win. They've been pushing City of Stars, though. I don't think... All right. I don't think it'll happen. All right. Well, how far I'll go is my heart pick regardless. Sure. I mean, here's the thing. I will say I have a little bit of a heart for how far I'll go because I want to see Lin-Manuel Miranda get the EGOT. Yes. Um, Oh, I would love that. So, but that's as far as my heart extends. So. That's how far you'll go. (laughs) (laughs) Burn. Anyway, moving on to best score. We have La La Land, Moonlight, Lion, Jackie, and for some weird reason, Passengers. Yeah. Passengers got nominated for two Academy Awards this year, which is incredible. So, what's your votes? Both my head and my heart say La La Land. My head says La La Land. My heart says Moonlight. My head says La La Land. My heart says Jackie. But Oh, interesting. Jackie had an incredible score. Is it by it anyone so we good. know? I thought it was really good. I didn't think it was better than, I don't know. I think I just liked Moonlight more. As a movie? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I will um, say the Moonlight music was incredible. Yeah. It's so good. No complaints. 
I listen. I don't know if you guys haven't listened to it. It's really worth it. There's uh, this podcast called Song Exploder that's going through all oh, yeah. the best original scores right now. And they did City of Stars from La La Land, which was a, such a great mm-hmm. listen. And when they did uh, Moonlight's score, it made me like it even more. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. I think they did Audition from... They did. You're right. You're right. They did Audition from uh, La La Land. That's yeah. where Lawson's picking it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Tell my secrets. Yeah. The, the score for Jackie is by uh, Mika Levi. She, she did uh, Under the Skin. If you saw that movie, yes, another incredible score. So the score was haunting. Anyway, Jackie won't win it. It's gonna go to La La Land, but that's where my heart's at. All right, moving on to best production design, we've got La La Land, Arrival, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them, Hail Caesar, and again, Passengers. <laughs> well, the train that just said. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I think La La Land has this one, but I would love for Arrival to win this one. The production in Arrival was just, like, so important to the story and, like, Completely really agree. beautiful. Um, but I think La La Land has this one. I wish I could put I, I agree. a contingency because I think La La Land, and if La La Land doesn't win, I think Hail Caesar is going to win. But I would love for a rival. So that's Hail Caesar is where, where my heart's at. I think the production design of that is also extremely important to the movie. Um, as a whole, I liked Arrival as a film better, but I think the production design on Hail Caesar was so great. But again, Malala's gonna win. <sighs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What <laughs> play to win is what we're gonna do. What Lucas. the record the Okay, well, <laughs> you know what La La Land is not winning is our next category, Best Makeup and Hairstyling. We have Star Trek Beyond, A Man Called Ove, and for some weird reason, Suicide Squad. Let me say, I think it's really weird that Jackie wasn't nominated for this. I 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree that Jackie would have won this category in a heartbeat. Yeah, I wonder if there was but just no. some weird technical thing it's bizarre it's bizarre yep it really is so in that case i'm going with star trek but my heart is with jackie who did not even get nominated (laughs) (laughs) i went with suicide squad because i think that's the world we live in (laughs) here's 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 the thing y'all that's so trump's america America, again i've said this so many times you know how i feel about suicide squad but yeah i think it's gonna win and I'm not going to be sad if it does, because guess what? The makeup and the costumes, or the makeup and the hairstyling, I should say, is rad. Like, that's not the flaws, faults yeah, of this movie. Those are not artists true, that true. should be punished because they did very well. Yeah, they did good <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. If, if it wins for that, I'm okay with it. So that's where your heart's at and your vote. Yes. All right. Cool, cool. Moving on to best film editing, we have La La Land, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Moonlight, and Hell or High Water. Okay, well, clearly this should go to Moonlight because the editing in that is so concise and incredible and tells you just the right amount, leaving you wanting more, but it's going to La La Land. See, I would say it should go to Arrival because of how important editing is to the movie. The editing is weird in that, though. Like, I thought it was great. I thought they did an amazing job, but, like, there were a oh, couple Oh, it's so times- important to how, how the story is told. 
so important. It's true. It's true. There was just one or two big movements in the timeline that I thought could have been more elegant. Mm. I mean, that right. said, it was right. still like my number three movie but. of the year. It could hardly be better. Yeah, true. Wise. True. My mm-hmm. head and my heart are going to both go with La La Land for this one. Okay. I think it's going to win because I think yeah. the Academy like has a boner for Damien Chazelle and like... <laughs> um, so I yep. so I think that like this movie is gonna win this ca- category, but I also I mean this is a movie celebrating Hollywood again, right? So, but aside from just that, I think that's why it's gonna win Best Picture. Spoiler alert! Um, but <laughs> aside <laughs> from that, um, but I think they really love like his style and not just the fact mm-hmm. that it's like a movie about movies. Um, so. I think it's going to win film editing, and I really loved the editing in this. There are, I think, a lot of flaws that La La Land has, but editing is definitely not one of them. I think it's one of the areas in which it's really incredibly impressive. It does a great job. True, true. Yeah. Yep. And small aside, friend of the pod, Ben Weaver, um, tweeted recently about how Damien Chazelle is just a film nerd who works really hard and is like probably going to win a bunch of Oscars, and he's, like, really happy for him. And I got to say I needed that because I've gotten very cynical about La La Land and the fact mm. that it's going to win because Hollywood is up its own butt most of the time. But I'm going to try to be happy for as many of these awards as I can. Um, yeah. On... To counter yeah. that point, yeah. I will never feel guilty about being cynical when privileged white <laughs> men are rewarded so <laughs> um i think i, I, I think i Damien, don't have any hate I'll, towards I'll, damien chazelle i just don't i also like don't think he's like being bullied you know like i think he's oh, receiving fair criticism no, i know you weren't saying that yeah. either but i also don't feel the need to defend like poor damien chazelle <laughs> yeah if you ever think i will take go ahead I, I was just gonna say i will take i will take the unpopularly popular opinion and say that damien chazelle is a national treasure <laughs> <laughs> he had my favorite movie of 2014 whiplash i love that movie. and Incredible. i absolutely loved la la land i did sure. too so, yeah, I just feel like Guys, I needed to throw out. We're not even to best picture yet. Okay. We're not there. Yeah. We right. can't have this conversation okay. yet. True. Best costume did, design. Did you Go. say film editing, Lawson? Sorry. Oh, I'm... La La Land. Okay. Yeah, I just... It's La okay, La Land. Okay, great. Costume design. Um, costume. We have La La Land, Jackie, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Lawrence Foster Jenkins, and Allied. My head says Jackie, so I'm picking that to win. Um, my heart is going to say La La Land. Um, mm. just because I, it's the only one of these movies that I've seen. That's so funny. I'm the exact opposite. My heart is with Jackie because Same. the costuming was incredible, but I think La La Land is going to win. I, yeah. I won't be sad if Jackie l- wins Agreed. this. Um, I just haven't seen it, so I yeah. can't truly speak to it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Lawson. I, I want Jackie to win it. I think La La Land will take it. Oh, okay. So y'all think La La Land's right. going to win? Best yes, we do. Oh, I think Jackie's going to win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'd okay. be great if we Jackie see. won. I don't we think it will. So we're flipped on I, these. I would exactly. not be yeah. upset. Gotcha. Interesting. Yes, we are. Yep. Me and Lawson are aligned for once. <laughs> um, moving on to best cinematography. <laughs> we have La La Land, Lion, Arrival, Moonlight, and Silence. Well, back to that boner that the Academy has. <laughs> I think La La Land's definitely going to win yep. this one. But oh, Moonlight should win it. Oh, Moonlight's so beautiful. This this was the hardest Agreed. one for me to pick for like my moral win because, or I don't know if moral's the right word, but like I just feel so internally conflicted about this 
because silence was gorgeous arrivals cinematography was incredible mm-hmm. basically every one of these movies i haven't seen lion but it looks incredible i just i've seen all of these and all of them one thing that stuck out to me in particular about them was the cinematography in a way that made me feel like, well, if that doesn't win anything else, it should at least win cinematography. But they're all against each other. So. Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> it's nice to know there's this, a trump card yeah. and that La La Land's going to win. <laughs> so is that your pick? La La right, Land is my right. pick. Yeah. yeah. I've got to yeah. say, guys. Yeah, La La Land's definitely my pick. I'm not super, like, really feeling the fact that Silence was nominated for this award. Like, I don't think, I think, oh, really? I think there are parts of it, like there are shots that were impressive, but as a whole, I think there were other movies that looked a lot better, i.e. The Handmaiden. <laughs> uh, of, of course, <laughs> but. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> I'm just saying, like as a movie, silent yeah. cinematography didn't really like, leave me with much. I, I disagree. Mm. It left me with a lot, but uh, I hear what you're saying about The Handmaiden for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna agree with Lawson on this one as well. I silence cinematography. I thought would uh would kind of clinch this category, but everything else is here, which is equally good. So I would put silence in last place out of all of these. Oh wow, <laughs> Lucas, we so, have two things in common. Um, what is this gonna do to our dynamic? <laughs> I don't understand. I know, right? It's <laughs> terrible. So moving on to best original screenplay, we have Manchester by the Sea, La La Land, Hell or High Water. The Lobster, and 20th Century Women. I mean, La La Land's going to win. And what's your heart say? My heart. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think La no. La Land's going to win. I've got Manchester by the Sea for original screenplay. Okay. I, 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 think, I think this is, uh, this, this, this is, this is where something else pulls through, right here. I mean, that would be really cool. I think my heart was with Hell or High Water on this one. I, I, think, thought, I loved Hell or High Water. I thought it was such I'm a... I'm just going to say I loved every movie on this list. Have you seen Ugh. 20th Century Women, Lucas? Oh, sorry. By list, I mean every... In this the, category. Like, that I've seen. That I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have not seen 20th Century Women yet. So I really hate that I haven't seen that yet. I really wanted to. I didn't make it yeah. out to the theater in time. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Here's the thing. My mm-hmm. heart is going to be with 20th Century Women, even though I haven't seen it. I just feel like when I do, <laughs> I'm going to love it. You know, I just n- feel it. All right. You know? Confirmation bias. Okay. I just, no, well, it's more based on like who else has fallen in love with it and like what it's about. I just feel, have a good yeah. gut feeling about it. But Fine. My vote is for Logan. Then. <laughs> that's not this year. Because I just feel like that's it. I feel like that's the best one. Okay. So my my Logan, pick for though. winning is Manchester by the Sea. Um, yeah. And of the movies I've seen, my heart would be with La La Land. My heart is with The Lobster, and my vote is with Manchester by the Sea. The Lobster is just the most original thing I've seen in such a long time. Um, but I think Manchester by the Sea was phenomenally done. So yeah, th- here we go. I think if it was called most original screenplay, I would vote for The Lobster. <laughs> oh, oh, oh nice and that takes us to our most adapted screenplay award oh well if we're going with most adapted i know which one <laughs> <laughs> oh so for best adapted screenplay we have moonlight arrival hidden figures fences and lion my pick to win this is moonlight um my heart is fence is with fences um, I think mm. Moonlight is one of my favorite all-time favorite movies of this year. But if we're looking just at the screenplay, I think Fences is just like remarkable. Yeah. But Moonlight's my pick to win this. I 
I Moonlight is also my pick to win this. Uh, I think it's it's good. This is one category, one of the few categories, sadly, that Moonlight has. I think sewn up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But my heart is with Arrival, just because of the the source material is so difficult, so difficult to film, um, and they did such a just such a great job of changing that into what what could be and what turned out to be a fantastic movie. Yeah, I mean, I very similar place. Uh, Moonlight is my pick, and I think it deserves to win this and many more things that it is nominated for that it is probably not going to win. Um, but yeah, I Arrival as the the act of adept, of adaptation for that is a real feat. Um, Fences, I was blown away by. I that movie's gonna stay with me for a really long time, um, but it just wasn't that much of an adaptation. So I yeah, I guess that's me saying most ad most adapted. <laughs> See, I guess for me is that like if Fences <laughs> wins, like the original playwright is included in that award. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so that's why I think... Yeah, well-deserved there. Because, yeah. Th- yeah, that playwright is... Yeah, E or... Uh, 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 yeah, August Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. He... yeah, August Wilson's incredible. Yep. Yeah. Well, cool. Moving on to Best Supporting Actor, we have Mahershala Ali for Moonlight, Dev Patel for Lion, Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals, Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, and Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea. I mean, my heart is with Lucas because his name is Lucas, <laughs> and there aren't a lot of Lucases in the industry, and I love it. Um, no, just kidding. My my heart and vote is with Mahershala Ali. Same here, and my heart is with yeah. him because he's great, but also because he's the only one whose performance I've seen. <laughs> my uh, heart is with Mahershala Ali, but I think it's going to be an upset. I think it's going to go to Dev Patel. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. That's your risky he, he did pick win the of the night, Lawson. He, he, here, yeah, it really is. He won the BAFTA, yeah. but he's British, so right. he's going to win Here's the, the thing. Here's what I will say. <laughs> I want Mahershala Ali to win because I think it's an incredible performance. If Dev Patel won, though, I would be so excited because it's true. I think Dev, I Patel, Dev Patel is incredible, and I, and I haven't seen Lion yet, but I'm sure I'm going to love it. Yeah, that's my yep. cynicism coming out because I think Mahershala Ali deserves it, and I think... I, I want him to win it, but I think... And you say, this is Trump's America, so they're going to give it to a foreigner. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, I, I, I don't no, know this I just... for sure, but I'm like 80% sure that Dev Patel is the first Indian actor to be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, which would be awesome in its own right. I just, I think it's, for me, it, I was picking a lot based on screen time. And I know Dev Patel is on screen mm-hmm. significantly longer than Mahershala Ali in Moonlight. So not true. What? Not true. Not true. Nope. Nope. Why did I have that impression? Because he's in the trailer a lot, and you've only seen the trailer. He's they yeah they uh they they play him up big in the trailer, but he is a supporting actor in this movie, and he is uh, he has less screen time than you'd think. <laughs> still, I, I would say he still has more than Mahershala Ali, but not a ton more. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, let's go to the next category so I can justify what I just said. <laughs> All right, go. Best Supporting Actress. Oh, let me back up. Most Supporting Actress <laughs> we have. Jeez. We all know who's the most supporting. Viola Davis. <laughs> yeah. Do you even need to Viola read Davis. the nominees, Lucas? Viola like, Davis and four yes, other women Yes, because we have to talk great. about who, where our heart's at. Sure. Because my heart is not with Viola Davis. Oh, okay. We have Viola Davis for Fences. 
Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, Nicole Kidman for Lion. For me, Viola... My heart is with Naomi Harris. Oh, I mean... My vote is obviously Viola Davis. Sure. She's going to win it. There's no no question. But Naomi Harris did such a good job. She did two days of shooting on Moonlight, and it cranked out one of the greatest performances of all time. It's... She... It's amazing. is incredible, and in any other year, I would want her to win. Yep. But at this year, Viola Davis, like, just blew us away and honestly i think it is almost a cheat because like she is <laughs> yeah she's the best actress pretty much an equal amount of screen time as denzel washington in this movie um but she's mm-hmm. in the supporting actress category um she's incredible though and so she is is going to and should win it yeah she's not i the think main. the oscar fraud was not necessary. I think if they'd put her in Best Actress, she would have won that too. That's so. interesting. Oh, for sure. I don't know if that... I yeah. don't think she would have, but All I right. wish she would have if yeah. they had done it. Yeah. I think the Academy loves young ingenues too much. Mm-hmm. It's true. So It's true. That's a good point. Well, moving on to Best Actor, we have Casey Affleck from Manchester by the Sea, Denzel Washington for Fences, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling for La La Land, and Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. So this is the category that I'm going to be risky. This um, is it? I'm this is your say, risky category? Don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah, it is. Don't do it. I'm going to say that Denzel Washington is going to win no. this. And that no. And that he should win this. I think he should win. I absolutely think he should win. No. But I, I, I know that it's a risk. I know it's he's not the favorite. But um, He is the I favorite just, now. I feel like... No, I think Casey Affleck is still the favorite. Um, really, you think so? I absolutely do. He's my vote, yeah. But Denzel's Denzel's been coming in hot, but I still think Casey Affleck's gonna pull it off. I think Casey Affleck is the favorite, but I think Denzel's gonna win it. I did, Denzel would right. deserve so like he deserves three Oscars for this performance. <laughs> like he is so <laughs> good in Fences, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I think we shall see. I think Manchester. Uh, I think Casey Affleck's gonna win. If Ryan Gosling to be wins, fair, I'm gonna be very upset. Ryan Gosling's not gonna <laughs> win. If if uh, I would, the only person I would be upset with winning is Ryan Gosling. Yeah, this, yeah. This category. Let me tell y'all, but... <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset if Andrew Garfield wins. <laughs> and I never thought I'd say that, oh. but I'm gonna. Yeah, I know. Right? I will cry. Oh, it's not. I you. It's not happening. Oh. <laughs> Oh, of course you will. Oh. Speaking of crying, moving on to Best Actress. Uh, Emma Stone for La La Land, Isabelle Huppert for Elle, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Ruth Negga for Loving, and Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. I think um, it's not even a question. Yeah, I mean, Emma Stone, Stone has yeah. it. Emma Stone. And as far it. as my heart goes, mm-hmm. hers is unfortunately the only performance I've seen out of these nominees. Um, I really hope to see Loving soon. Um, Mm-hmm. But uh, hers is yeah. the only one I've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, Isabelle Huppert is where my heart's at because she gives one of the most incredible performances I've seen. A, 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 a woman give, especially a woman of, I think she's 60 something in this movie. And she, she does some things in this movie which are incredible. She is a fantastic actress with a ton of range. Uh, but Emma Stone's going to win this for sure. All righty. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, Lawson, did you? Oh, I agreed. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only other one that I've seen is Jackie, and I thought Natalie Portman was great, um, but I, I don't think that she was undeniable enough to take it away from Emma Stone, given the Academy's proclivities. Yeah. 
Yep. True. All right, moving on to best director. We have Damien Chazelle for La La Land, Barry Jenkins for Moonlight, Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester by the Sea, Denis Villeneuve for Arrival, and Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge. Well. No question. Yeah. Damien Chazelle's winning it. I think we, Damien. We want Barry Jenkins to win. Sh- yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> we all want Barry Jenkins. Yeah. But it's... we think Damien Chazelle is going to. Is that for you, Lawson? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's like I, part of me Classic. wants to say like if Denis won, that would be great, but like there's no way that's gonna happen. Yeah, um, yeah. And I would yeah. so much rather Barry Jenkins get it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, like yeah. when you really look at the one of the things about Moonlight that I'm not saying it should go into like consideration because this is something that I know from an interview and not from watching the movie, you know. But um, one thing I heard about Moonlight is that the actors that played the characters, the character of Chiron. Um, never met mm-hmm. each other until after right. they were fin- yeah. finished shooting. And that speaks so highly to me of like what a good director is. I feel like you only get those yeah. performances to be so in tune with each other by having like a really incredibly talented director. Because um, those actors look agreed. nothing yeah. alike, but it feels like the same person. To me, it's just like yep. they ha- they would they would have had no other way of knowing how to perform like each other without that mm-hmm. guidance. So, um, mm-hmm. and that's not the only reason I think he should win, but it's like I think the easiest thing to like testify to. Completely yep. agree. It's true. All right, moving on to the top pick here, best picture for all the money. We have La La Land, Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, Lion, Hidden Figures. Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Fences, Hell at High Water. Lawson, what are your picks? Uh, I mean, predictably, my head says La La Land and my heart says Moonlight. So I would love to be wrong in this category more than I can say. Yeah. But if La La Land wins, it's a great movie. It's not bad for that movie to win. It'd be great. But uh, Moonlight is a different category altogether. Yeah. I um really struggled with what I was going to pick for my prediction because I was like, you know, what if they surprise us and they pull it out? Like they give it to them <laughs> like that happens sometimes and it does happen sometimes. True. And then I watched this YouTube video about how um the Academy Award voting has changed in the past. I don't know. I want to say 10 yes. years or so. In, um, it changed in 2010. I think. Okay. So seven years. Um, and yeah. the way that they tabulate the votes. Or sorry, 2009, because it was, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Hang on. <laughs> sorry. It was 2010. You're okay. right. I'm right. 2010. <laughs> the way that they, like, figure out who is one based on the voting um, now favors, like, a broad favorite versus, like, an outsider. So um, if something gets a lot of, like, second place votes it's more likely to win best picture versus if something gets a lot of first place votes and a lot of like fifth place votes, then it get kind of gets like yeah. thrown out of the running. Bas- yeah. Basically what happens is they have every, every person who's voting on best picture ranks in this case, the nine films um, in the order that they want them to win. And then if one film doesn't get f- over 50% of the votes, they kick out what, what tallies to be the last place film. And then they recalculate the votes again. Yeah. And it keeps getting kicked out until you have one film with over 50%. So you do have, like like Sandra said, you have that. There's, it's, there's a more likely chance of a broad 
winner um, for somebody who would rank it, you know, high, mostly high, as opposed to a film like Moonlight, which some people could rank very low, um, where I don't think anybody's going to rank La La Land. Well, we'll see. We'll see. There's been backlash, but it's not likely that La La Land will have a lot of last place. Exactly. On this lit on these lists. Um, where some of these other films could. Right. So I think La La Land's going to so, win. Um, yeah. I would love for Moonlight, too. Uh, yeah, La La Land is definitely my pick. My heart, though, is with Manchester by the Sea. It uh, it moved me more than Moonlight. Sorry to say. but mm. No, I mean, I, I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, so I couldn't speak to it either way. But I have yeah. heard people who I would expect Moonlight to be their film of the year, other than you, uh, say uh, <laughs> that Manchester by the Sea was their the best movie they've seen in like over five years. So I just haven't seen it. It was extremely moving, but Moonlight is, is up there, up there as well. All righty. All right, guys, we did it. We did it. We finished the Academy Awards. (laughs) All right. All right. No other reporting needs to be done on it. (laughs) So next week we'll, um, after we've watched the Oscars, we'll discuss the ceremony and the winners and we'll let y'all know who won out of the three of us with the most correct predictions. And what two yep. movies Lucas and Sandra will have to be watching. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, yeah, I if you have suggestions, I don't know if you noticed. No, 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 no. <laughs> One movie we both have to One watch One movie it. that we both have to watch. Okay. Even if it's a repeat viewing. Okay. We have to watch it again. Correct. Until then, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter at FeelingItPod and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash FeelingItPod. Let us know if there's a movie you think... Uh, Lawson and Sandra should watch um, <laughs> when, I, when I win. But guys, where can we hear from you individually throughout the week? Um, you can follow me on all social platforms at Sandra Amstutz. My last name is spelled A-M-S-T-U-T-Z. And make sure to go follow me on Snapchat because guess who just bought some Snapchat spectacles? This, this girl. Yeah. Don't know when they're coming in, but you'll want to keep an eye out <laughs> for some hot video content. Get it? Keep an eye out. Spectacles? Yep. Boom. Keep two eyes out. I'm good at these jokes, right? So good. So good. (laughs) All right. Adios. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Lucas, are you not going to say where you can find you? Nope, not at all. Or Lawson. Lawson didn't say his either, did he? No, I didn't. It's fine. I'm the only one that matters. Just Sandra. (laughs) Neither of us got spectacles. Sandra's the only one they care about. So what does it matter? (laughs) Go for it. Um, You can find me on... Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Canopy, whatever your social network of choice is, Ooh, at Lawson West. And I'm Lucas Wright. You can find me at Lucas and Stuff um, on Twitter and Instagram. I always do this, and I never end that with a period. <laughs> that is it. I always think I'm going to have more things to say after Instagram, but that's really where my social media ends, Twitter and Instagram. Boom. Done. That's it. All right. We're done for the day. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Go away. I'll see you soon, okay? That's it? Go home? Yep. Move along, Padre. Goodbye, old friend. That's it. That's our show for tonight, people. 